Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and a wishing you a very happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Today is such a special day for so many reasons. First and it's foremost, Friday. the Bruno in the room. Bruseldorf Sweets is here. He, he dressed for the part. He got all dressed up. He was like, Mom, I know I'm coming to work with you today and I just like want to look my best. And so we picked out his outfit. Can you showcase um, chose, his outfit? He chose to go with a suit and tie. Um, he just is a professional guy. That's what I love most about Brew. It's like he really kind of respects the toast and you know you can always tell when someone comes to the studio whether they're a visitor or a guest and when they kind of like dress down they think like low of us. Yeah. And Bruce only thinks the highest of his mom and auntie. It's so true. He's so happy to be here. Let me get my big knee out of the way. Say hi Brew. He's, He's being so cute. It's so nice to have him here. It's so nice to have him here. Like it's a treat for me to be able to bring him really special for me. Obviously, I'm a little stressed. We miss Theo so much. We really, really do. But he took a back seat, and that's okay because Pups is working from home today, so Pups and Pups are all together. Yeah, we just swapped one out for another, so if you're watching with your furry friend at home, like, let them know. Things have, have changed. We have a stunt double today. No, literally, he looks so fucking cute. If you're listening as a podcast... Highly suggest just moving over to YouTube really quickly because Bruce's face is so cute and he's wearing a little doggy tie and it might be the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's really so cute. We'll leave, we'll get one for Theo. And hopefully yes. one day they'll both be able to coexist together on the show, but right now like Brew would just go crazy. Well, while Brew licks himself, I'm excited for today's show. We've got a great show. We do. Also, it is Good Friday, which oh, yeah. I have learned is actually not um, like a good holiday. It's quite somber. It's the day Christ died for our, their sins. Right. So, I wish you all a good but somber Friday. Yeah. And then a, you know, a celebratory Easter. Yes. Where he has risen. Right. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. he will have risen. Right. Got it. Okay. Well, yeah. happy holidays to everyone. So many holidays going on right now. I know. You know. There's always like a crossover between um, Passover and Easter. And it's nice. Like we all get a few days off. Or none at all, which is right. how this year is going. Right. Like, but I guess Good Friday and Palm Sunday, like always land on the weekend. Yeah. That stinks though. Because you don't get off work. But, and that's what, where we were at this year, two satyrs on the weekend. That's true. Last weekend was so jam-packed. This weekend, I just have, you know, a long stretch in front of me. And I've really been taking the time to acknowledge the space that I'm in, where mm -hmm. it's like two days, alarm-free living. Like, how am I going to make the most of that time? Right. No, that's a really important kind of perspective to take. Mm -hmm. um, I do feel as though I should remind you that tomorrow um, is Ben's birthday. So I don't know if there's, you don't really have to do anything. I know, but like you haven't put me on the hook for anything. No, because it's the holiday. So like Ben doesn't really want to do anything. Right. But, so again, like. No, I just want to let you know, like you have alarm free living, but you do have a text message to send at midnight. That I can do. Oh, at midnight. I don't, actually, no, I've actually been 
staying up so late like I'm Ooh, so crazy night owl night owl um so I think I could I can send that text okay well and this is also just like everyone's reminder maybe you know send Ben a message He's, do something nice for him yeah donate to the anti-Bill de Blasio fund that's all you can do for Ben on his birthday in lieu of gifts this year he just wants you to make a donation to the anti-Bill de Blasio fund what will you be doing for Ben's birthday um I don't know oh. I literally have nothing planned do you get him a gift yeah your love and support no, I got him a gift. It's not here yet, but I got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, okay, I won't like press you. Thank Clearly, you. like this is a sore subject. Yeah. Snitch. No, I just know there's like a bunch of snitchy ass toasters oh. who every time I talk about Ben, they like run to his DMs and Ben's like, what'd you say about me on the toast today? Because totally. God forbid he listens. God forbid he listens. It's the same thing with Snitch and Knowles. So I'm just not really going to talk about my personal life because of the snitchy ass toasters. Stop. Um, speaking of sore subjects that I don't think need to be sore for you. No. What? What? What are you talking about? You got a haircut. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a haircut. Sorry, I thought you were talking about something else. Um, what? I got a haircut. And what could possibly elicit I'll that tell you later. I'll tell you later. Okay. Because I don't want to bring it up, you know? <laughs> um, yes, I got a haircut. A quick chop. A little shorter than I was planning on going. But I think it's just a fresh chop for the summer. Um, I love it. Thank you so much. And it definitely feels lighter and healthier. And it's so important to cut your hair twice a year, you know? Yeah, at least. At I'm least. learning that recently. The more you cut it, the, the longer more it, it gets. Like, yeah. look at my hair. So I'm this now is like a reminder. We're heading into April. Well, we are in April. Like, summer's really around the corner. And if you want, like, that fresh chop, I like to get my hair cut a little early. Because, like, usually a month after my haircut, I find, like, the perfect length for myself. And so in a month, it's really going to be summer already. And then I will have my perfect summer length. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but book your hair appointment. Summer's around the corner and you need that fresh summer chop. You do. You really do. Yeah. We have a great show for you today. Kardashians was on last night. You I watched. Watched. Bruno watched too, so he'll be a part of the recap. And other than that, um, the McPlant is doing a thing behind you. I think I'm gonna go grab him if you go wanna ahead. if you wanna grace us with a song. Sure, no, um no worries. Take your time, it's okay. Um I mean I did sing on my Instagram story when we were young by Adele yesterday, but I won't torture you guys because as many messages as I got from people who were like, damn, you're such a good singer, I also got a lot of messages from people being like, For the love of God, please stop singing. So Jackie's back and I can turn it over to her. That was so not graceful. I know. By the Sorry, way, podcasters. I just like sat on my mic. McPlant is turning out to be like a little bit of a torture thing with the dogs. A torture? He's a torture. And it's like we're, co we're fighting for competition with McPlant. I know. It's like I love McPlant more than anything. And Bloomscape is one of my favorite sponsors. But it is becoming it's, a burden. It's the plant or the dogs. Like, yeah. And I think we're going to have to choose... Our sweet love. The plant. No, I'm kidding. Hi, sweet Bruce. Um, so just like while Bruce is here, I just want to give like a little bruise Should we update. do like a little Q&A with Brew? Oh my God, he would love a brew that. A Brew&A? A Brew&A. Do you have cues in Bruce? Sure. Hey, Bruce. How you doing? Darn good. Um, Bruce, how was life in New York City? Do you feel like you missed life on the farm or you feel like you won the jackpot in terms of parents? I won the jackpot in terms of parents, but I do wish they would move. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. And how is it, Jacob Tremblay, being out of your room for the first time? Well, you know, recently I've gotten a very busy schedule. Being a quarantine baby, you know, at first I never it's left the adjustment. house. But now as things start to open up, my schedule is just wide open. Yesterday I had exercise and then I went to the spa. It was mm. so fabulous. And Brew, uh, tell me about some of your cousins. I hear one of them has a really, really, really famous mom. Oh, yeah, and he definitely, like, holds it over the rest of us. Good boy. whenever me and Knowles, that's my girlfriend, Knowles, mm -hmm. whenever we're with Theo, we just want to hang out with him and all be kids. But he's like, I'm famous. I'm on a show every morning. Yeah. And we're like, we love you for who you are, not for what you do, Theo. But and that's he why just, he's not interested. He only is interested in friends who love him for what he does. But um, they just want to be, like, you know, close for 
for real reasons. Brew, how long have you and your girlfriend been together and how far have you gone? Have you gone to second base yet? Well, we made it official over the holidays and we're- A holiday romance. We're taking things slow. Okay. Is she uh, I don't, spayed? I don't kiss and tell. Ooh. Well, thank you, Brew, for being here. You're free to go. No, you're never free to go, my sweet, sweet Brew. Um, so I think maybe we should just dive right in. Without further ado. Yeah. Okay, if you say so. Brew, what do you think? That's, oh, a, that's yes. a yes. Without further ado, it's time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know and Brew needs to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> I don't know why you don't say without further ado. Doo, doo. Without further ado. Doo, 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 Today's doo, doo. episode is brought to you by our Patreon channel, you guys. If you're not sure what our Patreon channel is, it is our premium subscription service. So the Morning Toast is here five days a week, completely free forever. But if you're looking for more content from Jackie, I, the Steens, the dogs, all the family members we choose to exploit, then head over to patreon.com slash toast For $7.99 per month, you can become a premium member and get five extra episodes, vlog episodes, podcast episodes from Jackie and I, more in depth, more behind the scenes, and you also get access to the last remaining Facebook group on planet Earth, The Toast After Dark, which is like the only safe space on the internet, and it has become one of my favorite things ever. So $7.99 gets you access to the Facebook group and five extra episodes a month from us. It's a great way to support the show and get more premium content. So that's patreon.com slash toast. Love it. Okay, first story, we survived April Fool's, and I want to talk about some of the best celeb and brand pranks, and then any of the worst if you if you came across any. Yeah, I did. The best prank for me is our first story. Michael Strahan reveals his teeth gap is here to stay in April Fool's Day prank. This was really um, brilliant. This, this got me. A few days ago, we saw a video that he posted. Um, he got his gap... Filled. filled. You have veneers. Yeah. And no, say goodbye, said goodbye to the gap. And then yesterday he revealed that it was an April Fool's Day prank and that like he would never. But he was smart because he did the video about the gap closed on March 31st. So, like people weren't in the April Fool's headspace I yet. I was not in the April Fool's headspace at all. And I think when he posted it, like people, you know, felt a lot of different ways about it. And some people were feeling RDH. Like they love that gap. Yeah. No, I think for the most part, people were like, no, like, and even like when I was thinking, I'm like, it's so cool to like become so successful with not that like with a unique, I don't know what the right word is, like with a, an imperfection, if you will. And like it's become his signature thing and he became so successful with it, with it. So like I understand someone wanting to like fix an imperfection, like with the hopes of becoming successful, but like to reach the top of your game, like with like being known for your signature look, look and then change it. I'm like to each their own, of course. And I support anyone who wants to make any sort of cosmetic yeah. decision. But I was just like, oh no. Yeah, I think a lot of people felt that way, and then he let them know that it was just a prank. Which I loved. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. It was my personal favorite prank of the day, just because it it really got got me. me. But then my other favorite prank of the day, which wasn't a prank on me, we just got to watch the video, was Caitlin Bristow pulled the most amazing prank on her businessman beau, Jason Tardick. I agree. You guys have to head to her Instagram video to watch it, but basically she, she planned it perfectly. She sent him a nude the night before. And she texted 30 of his friends from like all different parts different of his sectors, life. Different sectors, like home, bachelor, Childhood, work, exactly. football. Exactly, mutual friends. And they all texted him around the same time like, Jason, did you mean to post that? And, and, and literally the best one was Jillian Harris. She's like, hey, Jason, it's Jillian Harris. Uh, I didn't have your number, but I found it in some group text. I just wanted to like reach out and double check like you meant to post that on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah, so Which we- is the most painful text message you can ever receive. A hundred percent. So he's like FaceTiming with her. He's getting these texts. He's like, hold on, gotta go. And she like hangs up and is laughing. And then 
he's like, people are saying I posted something on my Instagram story. And like, then she goes to him. She's like, oh my God, Jason. And he's like, what? And she had <laughs> sent him, she had sent him the day before like a sexy photo. And so of course his mind was goes like, like that he accidentally posted that. And he literally. He, when he's screaming, what? Oh, oh, sorry, Bruce. I didn't mean to scare you. That's what it sounded like. Come here, Bruce. Oh my, by the way, okay. also, if you listen to our Patreon episode from last month, um, the final episode, we talked like for 20 minutes about Bruce's really special bark and you guys just got to hear it. A little bit of it, but it beca- it's become a little more mature. M- manly. Manly, yeah. But I, I love that old bark. Oh, row, 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 row. Well, back to Caitlin. Row, 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 row. It was sickening. It was sickening. Go watch it for yourself. I've watched it so many times. Me I too. was cackling. And then Jason put up a video like explaining like what was going sh- on in his mind. he shows all the texts that people sent and the texts are like, uh, it was so well done, so well executed. Kudos to the Tartic Bristow family. A hundred percent. What were some of your other favorites? Favorites? I loved Caitlyn's. I loved Michael Strahan's. And I thought Tiffany's did like a really cute job. They basically unveiled their new, they're known for their kind of blue, green, teal signature color. They own the color. It's the color of all their boxes, the color of all their stores. Tiffany blue. It's Tiffany blue. They own the color. And they redesigned like their whole box to like this new Pantone yellow and said like this was the new yellow of the brand. And it was like for a second I was like, oh, that's interesting. Then I'm like, oh, it's April Fool's. And I actually thought it was like a harmless, fun prank. Yes. On the other side, um, we did have a... Where are the harmful ones? We spoke yesterday like kind of just like praying no celebrities or influencers were going to do like a fake pregnancy because Mm -hmm. it's just... It's just not funny. Um, and unfortunately, I believe Tori Spelling um, fell, fell, prey. fell prey. And I don't, she didn't come out and say that she was kidding yet, but she was doing M sculpts on her belly like two days ago, which you cannot do if you're pregnant. <laughs> no. Let me actually just check her Instagram to like double check. And the caption was just number six. And people were like really upset in the comments. Like if she was making this into a April Fool's. It's definitely April Fool's. It's still up. I think 6,000 comments. No... No word from her. Well, it's still early in LA. Maybe she's sleeping and it's like she hasn't been awake on April 2nd yet. But do you, if you play a prank, do you reveal it on the 2nd or like the evening of the 1st? Oh, I think I would reveal it on the 2nd. Okay. But that's why I like Michael Strahan's. He did it before and then revealed on the 1st and like caught us off guard. Yeah. But, but what if this becomes like one of those things where April Fool's just moves up and up every single year you know it's like oh they expect on march 31st march 30th right that's the thing that's frustrating and like unfortunately for michael strahan it worked in his benefits so like i think a lot of people will like take inspiration from that but all pranks should be reserved for just the first and you can't have spillover from the you know the 31st or the 30th it's not fair yes it's in general but i i'll let this one slide yeah there are also just like harmless pranks like the tiffany ones like the michael strahan ones and then there are ones that like have larger cultural implications, like the Tory Spelling one. And it's just, I think we're beyond that. And I get like annoyed with pranks, but some like the Michael Trahan one, the Caitlin Bristow one, like those are harmless. No, they so are. So I thought they were really funny no, it has and to in be good fun. A hundred percent like A plus perfection, immaculate, or I don't want it. I know, but just like after this year, like I'm just like in no place to joke. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Something about this year has just like totally done like an April Fool's reset for me and I felt like I was as open to the day as I've ever been no I actually think for the first time I was as closed as I've ever been to the whole prank community I feel like before COVID we had just built up such a high tolerance for these things and like brands were like always doing the most and like we had a reset and now it's like some good jokes okay no okay well well it's over it's over we have 364 days. Acknowledge the space we're in. We're as far um, away from April Fool's as we'll ever be. And we're pretty acknowledge far away. Acknowledge that. We're also pretty far away from Yom Kippur, so we should acknowledge that as well. And we're soon to be far away from Pesach. 
Oh, that's true. That's a good feeling. Yeah. By the way, in, by the next time you see us after this today's show like we will be able to eat bread so like just know my face will be like way puffier I've been so good like last night I really thought about like just cheating and having some rice which in certain parts of the Jewish community are considered kineot and are allowed like certain more um Sephardic communities are allowed to have corn and rice but we're Ashkenaz like we have to go all the way ham and usually sometimes I do let myself have rice and pretend that I'm Sephardic like but I'm not. And I was planning on having rice last night, but instead I just had like a lot of alcohol and it really helped. Also works. Yeah, it worked. Nice. Well, yeah, we're so close. It really hasn't been like that difficult. I actually, but like, I don't know. I just feel like I haven't been able to be creative and I'm just eating so much matzah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's really hard to be creative with like your food choices when you're limited, like you can't have pasta, you can't have flour. Like you don't realize how like bread, even in its non-traditional form, is literally a part of every fucking like culinary experience experience I agree and for brew it's been really difficult yeah. like and he's been having a lot of matzah he will like sprinkle some kibble on his matzah and it's like a nice treat for him that's fucking sick yucking his yums yes yes that's fucking sick. yucking you're gonna bind him up like that giving him matzah he, don't worry. Way, for those who listen earlier no issues for those who listened earlier in the week the word I was looking for was binding when it comes to matzah really kind of binds up your insides, makes it very hard to go number two. But it was really confusing because you described the feeling as feeling bound. Bound. So we thought you like knew the word. <laughs> yeah. Okay, ready for our next story? Yeah. It's a little music news. A little moose? Moose. Olivia Rodrigo releases her new song, Deja Vu. It's the first song since her debut hit, Driver's License. So... Deja Vu, her next song is out. She also announced that she has an album coming soon. Um, Driver's License, as you all know, we have chronicled the meteoric success of the song. And it has just taken the world by storm. She hasn't released the album title yet, but those on TikTok have discovered that its name is Sour. Well, I would say that about sums it up. Yeah. That sums up this song. I listened to the song this morning, Deja Vu. I hadn't listened to it yet. And at first I was like not feeling it. I thought the lyrics were like everything of the sort, like very Taylor Swift kind of. We love, you know, a very Casey Musgraves, like telling a story. Um, but like the, the beat wasn't working for me. But then as the song kind of escalates, like the bridge, it definitely got a lot better. And I need to listen to it a few times. But it wasn't an instant hit for me. But I do think I will grow to love it. That's so interesting. I had the opposite experience. I didn't mind the bop itself. And I thought that the lyrics were an interesting choice considering they're very much like about Sabrina and Joshua. Once again, you we're, think? Go- we're going harder. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't agree because there was a lyric that was like, and her name sounds just like mine. Olivia Sabrina. Oh. Yeah, and they're both actresses. And like, I think it's still about Sabrina. It's like the strawberry ice cream and the you know was there strawberry ice cream motifs in some of her other music no but like she's talking about the things that they used to do and like it's only been so much time like and he's still with sabrina so now she's just like saying do you have deja vu is he still with sabrina like there's no yeah they were promoting each other's stuff they've been promoting ah wow this better be like the greatest Sabrina's a bigger woman than i am because Uh, i I would leave that little (laughs) shrimp in two fucking seconds But, okay. All the trouble he's caused her. Okay, so I want to just continue just my train of thought. Yeah, yeah like, sorry. Because the song is like very much going ham, like still about Sabrina and Joshua. And like I felt like when Sabrina put out her song, which by the way, I'm obsessed with the song skin, like just as much as Driver's License personally, just saying. No, that's but like she, a very unique to you kind of thing. It's a very, yeah, right. But she got a lot of like flack for it being like, you know, sort of like taunting. Like yes. I'm going so hard, like he's all over my skin. Yeah. And I feel like Olivia is doing that exact same thing right back to her. And it's like, for all the criticism that Sabrina got, Olivia chose that same motif of being like... Yeah, but that, that is in a way what he she's did it doing. He first. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. I just like, I can't get into it. Like, I just can't get into it. Like, these are literal teenagers. You know what I mean? Like, I have just chosen the Olivia Rodrigo side, and I don't really feel like I have an explanation for why or how, or whether, like, I can't justify it. I just, like, I choose her always. I choose Olivia. I mean, the world has cho- has chosen her. I know. It's, like, sad for the others. Da- What's his name? Joshua Bassett. <laughs> I was going to call him David. Joshua Bassett put up a TikTok yesterday, um, 12 hours ago, which is... When the Interesting song, timing. It's when the song came out. Except that I saw on like Snitch's Instagram deja vu like the other day. It came out it Thursday. Came, okay, but she like was posting from Spotify. I just want to say. Who? Snitch. Yesterday. Oh, it came out yesterday. Okay. Thursday. Yeah, it was weird for a song not to come out on a Friday. Okay, thank you. But um, Joshua Bassett made a TikTok. It was just like a selfie video. And he was like, you know what I just found out? This is crazy. The world actually like doesn't revolve around you. Crazy, right? And so of course now we're all reading into it. Like who is the you? Olivia? Yeah. Like, not, I guess he's trying to say, like, not everything's about you. But I don't know. Olivia's entitled to, like, feel her own feelings. She's, like, a young girl experiencing a heartbreak. Like, and she's just, like, expressing that through her art. I don't think it's that crazy. But no, I, it just sucks that the narrative the world has taken on, like, villainizes Joshua and Sabrina. To the nth degree. Because, like, I'm, like, I'm as... I'm a Sabrina supporter in addition to Olivia. And, like, I don't think there's so many of us. But even I, a Sabrina supporter, like, still have no space for Joshua. No, that's the thing. Like, of all the people in this kind of saga, like, the person I really feel bad for is Sabrina Carpenter. The person I absolutely adore is Olivia Rodrigo. The person who's, like, I'm so indifferent, like, I could, like, like never see him again, Joshua Bassett. Yeah. Not only that, like, I kind of don't like him. Yeah. I know he's a child, so, like, I shouldn't say that. But, well. He's over 18. He is over 18. And I think that's actually a great segue into our next story. Okay. James Charles? No. Oh. Bad baby. Oh, do you have James Charles' story? No. You want to just give you a brief rundown? I know you don't really care about like YouTube drama. Well, it's not that I don't care. It's just like every time we'll like literally sit down and like talk about it. And then the next day everything changes. Turns out everything wasn't true. And it's like, I just, I can't keep. No, I know. I can't keep going back and forth. Yeah. I I 100% agree with you. Like that's why. And this is so random, but, like, over the summer, there was, like, all this drama with F Factor. And, like, I never really got into it because, like, it was too, too layered. It really yeah. was. And now it's, like, everything that, like, came out about it was, like, false. So, like, I'm so glad I did. Did you oh, see? no, I haven't seen the latest. No. So, like, uh, like Olivia was catching me up on it. And, like, I was trying to, like, read some Olivia Instagram. Rodrigo or Ashray? Ashray. Because okay. she's, like, keeping <laughs> up on it. Right. Um, I just, like, I, I'm so glad I didn't get invested in this whole story because it turns out, like, half the claims were, like, completely untrue. And, like, there's, like... I don't even know. I can't speak on it, but, like, that's the type of thing where it's, like, such a layered, complicated Right. You have story. to watch, like, literally 200 Instagram highlights. And I I'm just, not doing that. Okay. But question. Um, but this James Charles thing is not as layered. Okay. But I, last I had heard about the F-Factor stuff, like, Tanya was suing the person who, like, exposed everything. Right. How's that going? Um, still going. And I think Tanya... Don't quote me on this because I'm, I'm not – there are people who could literally do a three-hour podcast on it. I'm not one of those people. I'm just, like, trying to stay abreast. catch up. You're stay trying abreast. to stay abreast. It's what we're all trying to do. But there's so much. Okay. I mean, as far as I have heard, and, again, not 100% sure, is that Tanya is, like, winning in the legal space. Okay. Um, because so many of the claims that were made about F-Factor were unfounded and, like, coming from fake accounts. And people who might have had, like, a, a bad reaction to her products – don't want to speak out legally. Like, they just are regular people. They just, like, want to live they their just, lives. They like, sent a DM. Yeah, they don't want to, like, become... A, a witness. Yeah, right. It's, like, so complicated. So, um, now, like, the tides are turning for F-Factor. Like, maybe, the, like, people are saying, like... And, again, I'm not sure if any of this is true, but this is just what the people are saying. I just need to put, like, a disclaimer because there's, like, a whole legal thing. I'm not trying to get involved. People are saying that, like, it was, like, this coordinated 
takedown and not like a genuine um, response response to the products. But then people are also standing by the claims. Like, I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not. That's why it's too complicated for me to even get involved in. But um, well, it's interesting that it's that it's at the court level now because the courts should be the ones able, to figure. The court, it. I will leave it in the court's hands. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but to the James Charles things, he, he uh, released a video yesterday on April Fool's where he actually had to address, like, this is not a joke, but, like, I just didn't want to wait any longer to address some of the claims being made about me. Um, and it was called um, Holding Myself Accountable. And there's been, and I follow on TikTok, there's been, like, two minors in the past, like, year who have come forward and said that, like, James Charles has been, like, inappropriately flirt- flirting with them on Snapchat and Instagram DMs. Um, and so James basically made a video, I watched most of it, saying that, he asked both of them how old they were. They both said they were 18, and he found out later on that they were younger than and, than 18. And therefore, it was, like, really inappropriate way to conduct yourself. Um, like, it was, like, actually, like, a really weird video because he was, like, I was just, like, thinking to myself, like, why do I find myself in these situations? And he's, like, I had to come to the embarrassing conclusion that I am desperate. And I'm, like, that's, like, Okay, maybe that's like a valid point, but like, what does that have to do with literally anything we're talking about here? So it was just a really bizarre video. Um, and also like, he had also responded to the minors like on Snapchat. Like, it's just like so messy. So I was just wondering if that's what you were talking about. So no. in case you're interested in the YouTuber drama, um, I will keep you abreast. Thank you for keeping us abreast. Um, I, I'm so not abreast. No, you're not at and all. And I don't feel like more abreast now. It's not like a juicy, like the whole Tati thing, like that was a juicy scandal worth Staying invested in, staying abreast on. This is like yeah. I would have. I, I assume like if it was something that I needed to really be like double, double breasted, you would send it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but speaking of what the eighteen-year-olds are up to, Bad Baby claims she banked one million dollars on OnlyFans in just six hours, setting a new record. So I think you mean Bad Baby. Bad Bobby just turned eighteen and took. Her adulthood to OnlyFans, where she set a record for $1 million in six hours. TMZ had reached out to OnlyFans to confirm if this was real or a prank. And they said it is real, not an April Fool's joke. Oh, that's so funny that you have to, like, confirm everything. I didn't even think of that because she she posted, like, a screenshot of her OnlyFans app. So it looked super legit. I didn't think it was fake at all. Yeah, no, but, like, they, I guess anything could be faked. And I don't think people thought it was fake, but they just, like, let everyone know the subscription price for her channel is $23.99 per month. And you guys might recall that Bella Thorne previously set the OnlyFans record last year by earning $1 million in 24 hours. So this was in six hours. Oh, I thought Bella Thorne had done $2 million. So, so Bad Baby, Bahad Baby, Bergoli now is officially the record holder? Record holder. Wow, I wonder who'll break it next. Maybe it'll be us. Titty pick. Um, happy for her. Know that I am. She is really, I have to say, she's not my cup of tea, but she really, she, yeah, like, she has taken herself quite far from that cash me outside. How about that? Like, I don't know if you know, like, there's a really popular song and it's like viral on TikTok. And I had no idea that it was her singing. Gucci flips up, Vincent on my socks. I want, like. I don't know the words because I can't understand anything she says, but it's like a banger. Like she's like a serious people like take her seriously as a rapper somewhat seriously. Okay. Yeah. No. And like credit where it's due. I agree. Plenty of people go viral on talk shows. You know, they have their moment and she has turned it into a career. And so it was dark for a minute when she was like literally getting into fights with like Lil Vicky on the street. And like, it was just like dark. I'm just unfamiliar. By the way, Lil Vicky, I don't know if they call her that anymore, but maybe it's just Vicky. She's she got big. She's everything. Medium sized Vicky. Jackie. 
she's everything. Like she was a Danielle Brigoli, like a like a bad teen, you know? But she's hilarious and I like live for her and I listened to her on a podcast and she was being so funny. You really shouldn't judge people. I'm dead serious. Like I had many thoughts about her when I saw her getting into fights with Danielle Brigoli on the street. And I think I was fair in my judgment, I'm not gonna lie. But I kind of held on to those judgments for a while until I saw her on this podcast. She was so funny and so fresh and I really enjoyed it. So don't judge people. Okay, I mean, I don't know who, it, like I, I've never. Have you seen the TikTok trend? It was like one, two, alone, twelve, tarting, no. owning, no. She like counts because she talks very strangely. Um, she counts and it literally does not sound like, sound like English and it was so funny it went viral. Wow, okay, so that's what the kids are up to. Yeah, the kids have gone wild. Happy for bad baby. Like, she's really um, raking in money, like, left, right, and center. I feel like I'm always hearing things about, like, her financials. She also became friends with Billie Eilish, which is no easy feat. No, and she said, from now on, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because now she is an adult. And, and like, because she got famous for being, like, a, a kid, a bad teen. A bad a, baby. A bad minor. A bad baby. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, it makes sense. <laughs> Um, now, yeah, she had like a lot of messy things with like her mom. Well, and that's why she was on Dr. Phil. Yeah, right. Oh, duh. But she literally got famous for being She's like, also coming for Dr. Phil now. Do you see? What is she saying? So the facility that she was like sent to um, to kind of like rehabilitate herself from Dr. Phil, which is a place that Dr. Phil like sends a lot of his clients, is like being investigated and she's like hold, trying to hold Dr. Phil accountable. It's giving me very much um, like Paris Hilton yeah vibes of that type of facility like for girls interesting yeah i haven't i haven't heard dr phil's retort though wow well that actually leads into our next story does it yeah because morgan stewart is, <laughs> is clapping back at critics to defend her post baby body so which is so sickening which like, is i will take that for a pre-baby body okay a hundred percent morgan stewart posted the most sickening photo of her six weeks postpartum and I guess that um, people are upset, upset with her for setting like an unrealistic standard. So one Twitter user commented, defending both sides, I think Morgan was feeling good and was proud of herself. On the flip side, too many celebrity moms portrayed this unrealistic view of motherhood when the majority of mothers don't have the time, money to hire someone or have tweaks done or energy to do this. And so she wrote back, to be clear, I didn't hire anybody or spend money to help me get to where I'm at six weeks later. I just went for a walk every morning and was more mindful of what I consumed. I'm not going to withhold my successes just because it may not agree with others. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I see both sides of this issue. And like, not to be like, this is so unfair, but it really just depends on the person. Like, so like when Emily Ratajkowski did it, I'm like, oh my God, this is so out of touch. But when Morgan Stewart did it, I'm like, yes, queen, live your best fucking life. So like, that's just me being unfair. Um, but I do feel like it's literally nobody's business. Like, and especially when we're in the business of like not body shaming people, although it's not like you, you, you can't body, like you can't speak on someone's body. I'm sorry. Like whether you like it or not, right. or you think it's great. It's not your fucking business. No, it's like, it's it applies to all, all categories and so i agree with her and she should not withhold her success just because someone may not agree with it and i'm so on her and side like, she, like i mean whatever you look like at six weeks postpartum whatever you look like, whatever you look like at any time like you should be proud, proud. Of it. i completely and agree you should not not post it because what people are going to think and that applies to whether you are quote unquote thin mm -hmm. or not yeah, no, and I'm totally on Morgan's side, but again, I have to be very transparent with our audience. Like, if this was someone else, like, I might have a different 
perspective. And so I can't really know. I'm very biased here. I just have to put that out here because I love Morgan Stewart. I want the best for Morgan Stewart. I think Morgan Stewart's amazing. And whatever her decision is, I agree with it, you know? Okay. But so I don't saying... really have like a, a, an opinion on the philosophy here because I'm so uh -huh. biased. I really am. Well, we appreciate your honesty. I, I'm just being honest. Like, I can't get mad. Literally, Morgan Stewart cannot do one thing that would make me mad. Like, I literally live, breathe, and die for her. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think on the philosophy here, I I support whatever pictures anyone wants to post of themselves in any state of how they're feeling. I, I agree with that philosophy arbitrarily. Yeah, but if it were Emily, I don't know. Like, 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 it's just be different. Like, I don't know. Just like when Morgan Stewart does it, it's not annoying. Does that make sense to anyone else? Like, certain you know, people are annoying and some, certain people aren't. No, I hear what you're saying. Like, when it's your stands, like, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, they can I'm blindly loyal. Like, okay, but like, I feel, okay, and I maybe, so maybe I'm seeing it like through the Morgan Stewart. But I also lens. don't think any woman should ever have to second guess about putting up a picture of her body. Like, regardless of if you just had a baby or if you're Emily Ratajkowski. Like, I do believe that. So. Yeah, and I feel like I've been seeing on my Instagram, like, a lot of, um, new moms who are just like snapping back and, and it doesn't bother me. And I've also like, it just doesn't bother me in any way. No, it doesn't bother me at all. I obviously like love to see someone struggling because that's going to be me. Like, no, not, that's not what I mean. I just meant like someone who's like very, who doesn't bounce back immediately and has more of like a quote unquote normal. Like I thought what Rachel Parcell um, posted postpartum was like perfect. Like she was really honest about all of her workouts and her belly and like that to me, like that will be me. Like I will not be Morgan Stewart. So I happen to relate more to the content of people who don't bounce back so fast. Um, but that's just me. But that doesn't mean that the other content like has is no, less valuable. Like shouldn't be posted. Allowed. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Wow. Today's um, episode is very like young people heavy. YPH? Yes. It's Thank a God. YPH episode. I don't want to jinx it, but can we just acknowledge how good B-R-U-C-E is being? He's so good. I didn't I'm think so he was going to, th I thought he was going to be Dennis the Menace running amok. Like, Dennis the Menace. He's so good. I'm so proud of him. Like, he's just making mom look so good. I know. And I just, if Bruno, if you're listening, I love you. Okay. Our fifth and final story is, is layered because one, there's a new Descendants coming, movie coming out, summer 2021. Okay. And Sophia Carson is saying it was incredibly difficult to film Descendants, yes. the royal wedding, without Cameron Boyce. So this is the fourth one? This is the fourth one. I had no idea there was even going to be a fourth one. You said that the third one was the worst movie you ever saw, and that's coming from you who has like a very high threshold for bad movies. Hurtful, hurtful, hurtful. Wait, why was that hurtful? I think but that's I, a good thing. But I did say that. You did, and did say that. you do have a high threshold. Like, you I, will watch a whole bad Hallmark movie, and, like, I literally won't. That's true. I actually watched a whole bad movie last night, um, but, it's at, but it's, like, a good movie that I found to be bad. I watched Elizabeth with Kate Blanchett, and it was just, like, You're nuts. on, like, such an elevated content plate this, like, past few weeks. Mary, Queen of Scots, like, Queen Victoria, Elizabeth. Um, Anne Boleyn. Well, I'm literally watching, like, reading Colleen Hoover and watching cartoons because I'm an 11-year-old. No, but, like, there's just phases and seasons of your life, you know? And 100%. I'm just in, like, this Tudor era. Can't get out. Cannot get out of Tudor City. But I've moved on to the Elizabethan era. Oh, good. You're moving up in history. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, except now I'm moving a little back with Mary Queen of Scots. But the movie, like, was just, like, so bad and stunk. And oh, sorry. We were talking about Descendants. We Oh, but I, I'm sorry. Elizabeth, the movie, was stunk, not good. but you watched it. I finished it because I just wanted, like, I started it. And then, you know what's crazy? So I started it two nights ago on Amazon. No problem. Last night I went to pick up where I left off. All of a sudden I have to rent it. <gasps> and Did so, you rent it the first time? No. You so like it? overnight, it be, it went from being Amazon Prime to Amazon Pay. They do some of that shit sometimes. I swear to God, because with and Twilight, look at and me so foolish paid. Yeah, with Twilight, like sometimes they're on Prime and sometimes they're not. Mm -hmm. And I've I've purchased them many times. Somehow they always disappear from my library. Suspect. They pull that shit. It's like an Amazon algorithm thing. Like it's the same thing. Like 
they like know you're watching something and now they're going to charge you for it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you're Amazon. That's like some gen shot telemarketing. <laughs> Like business model. By the her arraignment is today. The phone number for Zoom I is know. going around. Here's it was at 11 a.m. Eastern time, which is when we film. Otherwise, like, maybe I would have tried to join. Oh, yeah, it's 1130. Um, wonder how it went. Should, we, should I see if there's, like, an update or anything? Oh, yeah, see if there's a master post. Okay. Um, but back to The Descendants. Sophia Carson d- is sharing the incredibly difficult experience of filming the upcoming Disney movie Descendants the Royal Wedding without her late co-star Cameron Boyce. As you can imagine, she said how incredibly difficult it was for us to do this without Cam. We just hope that when people watch this, they feel happy and they feel connected to the characters and, of course, to our Cam. Also, she had said in the past that she couldn't imagine, like, doing a movie without him. And so it kind of, like, feels weird. It does feel weird. That they did a fourth movie when, like, it was a trilogy. When you didn't have to. Like, I always think, like, a similar comparison is, like, Glee. When Corey Monteith passed away, like, it was a show they had to keep going, you know? But with the trilogy, like, you really did not have to make another movie. No, and, like, the last movie, it was that I never even thought, like... It was a final. It was final. Like, yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but, like, they they brought everyone back from the aisle. Oops. Um, oh, I don't want to spoil <laughs> it, but I think I'm going to spoil it. So, like, and I'm excited to get a royal wedding because I love Mal and Ben. Like, they are just everything. But I was, like, all set, especially when they, like, trashed the franchise with the third movie. Sorry. Um, Jen Shaw update. Um, people who were on the call, like, freaked out because she literally said one word when she had to plead not guilty. Um, so the peeps are freaking out. But she did plead not guilty to uh, money laundering and wire fraud charges. Okay. To both counts. Now the courts will do their thing. Yeah. They're calling it the Sharrangement. Sharrangement. Wow, that's really good. There's just so much that, like, shock can be put into, like, a narrative. Like, because mm-hmm. honestly, I was shocked when I heard this news. Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. Um, so those are the fast five stories. Really quickly, um, since, oh, we have to talk about Kardashians. Kardashians. But did you see that Teresa Judice, Joe Judice, and Teresa's new boyfriend and all the kids are together in the Bahamas? Yes, and I, that's weird that you brought it up because I spent, like, a lot of time stalking the entire family last night. So did I. All of the girls. Adriana is Bella Hadid, like, Totally. Um, Gabriella doesn't have an Instagram, and, like, I was, like, so wanting to stalk her because... That's interesting. She, like, she's... I mean, they're all so stunning. Yeah. But they all really all look alike, except Gabriella looks like them, but a little different. So no, I was, like... like, Melania and Gia are Teresa, mm-hmm. and Adriana and Gabriella are Joe. Like, they're... They look like two sets of twins. Yes, but Adriana also looks a lot like Teresa, where... As she also looks like Gabriella, but then it's but then Gabriella sometimes like doesn't look like Gia. Yeah, I, I guess that's like what people has, like say about us. I can't wait to see more of the uh, relationship between I think his name is Louis and Teresa, and I think it's like so nice that they're all like co-parenting, mingling. They can get together in another country, the Bahamas. So I hope they had the best time. I really do. Even no, though like even though I literally like hate Teresa with the intensity of ten thousand suns, like <laughs> I really want the best for her, her family, Joe, her kids, like. I really, and I mean that, like, sincerely, but just as, like, a character on the show, like, I despise her. A hundred percent. I think that's, like, a really um, fair. fair and you just compartmentalize. Yeah. And I think that they are having, like, the most amazing time on the trip. Like, the pictures are so sickening and, like... I just know, like, Gia is, like, so happy, you know? No, and I'm so happy for Gia. I feel like Melania is so happy and, like... Like, they're happy their mom is happy. They're happy that they're, that they're with their dad. We just need to get Joe, like, a nice Italian girlfriend. Yeah. Also, like... I was just looking at their Instagrams and like it just seems like they have like really happy full lives. Like Melania's on Cameo if anybody wants like a birthday I shout know out. I you said that to me. And so I just am like so happy for, for the Judice 
family. Me too. But it is also weird that like Teresa's posting pictures of Joe Giudice when like last night Joe Gorga was like stop. When Joe Giudice was like kind of like the catalyst and he wasn't even there but like of conversation. Yeah. And then the fight. Yeah and like they want to be rid of him and they thought that they were and now like they're all in the Bahamas like one big happy family. I know but he is the father of their children and that's just like they're linked forever. So like it does put Teresa in a predicament but she handles it very poorly. <laughs> yeah agreed. Um, okay let's talk about keeping up with the Kardashians with uh, really a, a terrible episode. Okay half good half bad the poosh celibacy like eyes in the back of my head I didn't even want I literally like when, usually, when Courtney her hears the moaning and like goes and he's rubbing her back that was some of the worst acting I've ever seen like literally Hallmark could never okay Hallmark would never don't even bring them into this and sully their good name but yeah usually when I'm watching like I really try and watch I was having full conversations, phone calls, like, during those parts. I was so interested and invested in the Spartan race. Like, I was watching with Zach, and I was like, really? Who do you think is going to win? I did have my money on the Kardashians because they trained so hard. But when Kim dropped out, it was over. I know, but, like, then I was like, okay, maybe Chloe could win because, like, she's strong and she trains hard, too. Um... But then, like, when all of my pride hinged on Courtney, I, like, said to myself, if Courtney beats Kendall, like, I would be so happy. Like, it will clear the slate. Me too. And but of course she, she didn't. Yeah. But it wasn't her fault because no. she's shorty. And you know what? We can relate. So I was like, I, it just, once again, Courtney's, like, rising in the ranks of my heart. Yeah. And I really want them to have a rematch, like, where Kylie and Kim participate because it's true. Like, the Jenners, they are these amazing athletes but the Kardashians are beasts like it's literally tr- like Ryan Lochte versus Michael Phelps if you'll allow me to explain yeah no I think I know what you're gonna say like Michael Phelps was born to be a swimmer mm-hmm. like he was naturally gifted like he he didn't even have to train and he could have won gold medals no and like I once watched this thing about him where it's like even the proportions of his arms back length it's like very similar to that of a fish unbeatable yeah, no, but he's like a meant to swim, Stop. like a fish. I'm literally not kidding. No, and that's what me, I heard. Once. To me, he's the Jenners. Like it's in their blood. Even if they don't train, like they have that athletic ability. Whereas like the Kardashians are Ryan Lochte. Like they're not built, you know, to be athletes, but they work so fucking hard to get to the same level as the Michael Phelps, aka the Jenners. Yeah, does that make sense? Yes, I agree. I but I don't. Cons- when I think of Ryan Lochte, I'm not like, oh, he works so hard. Like- oh, I do. I really yeah like that was like the whole thing it was like Michael Phelps had it so easy and then he was like smoking sativa and he was like giving away his gift but like we're like Ryan Lochte was like working so hard his gift I I don't I kind of am like I, I miss your, Ryan Lochte and like Michael Phelps like those were the best days of our lives I know I hear your comparison I feel like there's a better one out there no I think mine's pretty good maybe it's like Tanya Harding Nancy Kerrigan yeah though, but they were both incredibly gifted yeah but just different backgrounds that's not the same yeah that's not the same but I, yes, there's like the natural gift versus like, I'm going to work for work this. Work for it. Yeah. So at least that's how I perceive the whole Michael Phelps, Ryan Lochte thing. But anyways, um, when Courtney didn't win, I'm like, okay, of course you didn't win. Um, and when Kylie didn't show up, uh, of course you didn't show up. And I like that they don't even pretend like she actually had a sinus infection. Like they were just like laughing about it. Like, haha, Kylie doesn't show up anywhere. That was, I, I chose to believe that she had a sinus infection, but, um, if she really just didn't show up, I'm incredibly disappointed. No, she definitely just didn't show up. They didn't even like, they were like, okay, she what was is, definitely just hung over. No, what does like having a stuffy nose have to do with the running? Race. Yeah, like it's obviously not ideal, but you do it. Yeah. Kim no, like, had like a whole doctor's note. I believed Kim. Of course, she wanted to do it so badly. I really wish and she And I think she would have won. You think? Yeah. But she's also short. But she's a beast. Like, they were all just being so delicate about it. Like, with the Spartan, like, you got to get dirty, you know? Oh, I thought they did really good. Like, I was really impressed. I was actually stairs. surprised, though, that it was only two and a half minutes. Like, yeah. because that was a long-ass the set of stairs. The stairs would take me two and a half minutes. The stairs would take me an eternity. It really made me, like, want to do one, like, with no, our family. It didn't have the same effect on me. 
Really? No, I, like, not like, at all. I know it was one of those like contrived storylines, but I was living for it. Yeah, so like that's why last night's episode was frustrating because usually like the main storyline is like something actually What's interesting. What's actually happening And then in there's one lives. and maybe two subplots. But the main storyline was this contrived Spartan race, which was like so silly. I genuinely was living for it and I just really wish that a Kardashian had won. And, like, Me too. It's just not fair. No, it's just not fair. Um, like, the whole Scott and Courtney thing is also so silly, and maybe if she wasn't, like, head over heels in love with Travis Barker, I might have believed it for two fucking seconds. But I don't, and I just want to see that. I, I, if I don't get, like, a... And, no, if I don't get a, like, moment, like, acknowledgement of Travis on the end of the season or the new Hulu show, like, I love them so much. Like, I've been obsessing. I've started following Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, and she's, like, obsessed with Courtney and Travis. Like, she's gotten me obsessed with Courtney and Travis to the point where, like, I stand so hard, and I know, like, all about the intricacies of, like, the daughter and, like, Alabama, the whole thing. Like, I'm obsessed, and I just need some of that because, like, this whole fake storyline, like, Scott Disick, it's just not working. No, it's not working. I am not a squirt shipper like I I'm liking Courtney more and more and I'm enjoying that experience and I love Scott I'm in no way want to see them together yeah no not at all and like the whole Swedish flag thing was so stupid so stupid and by the way I ship Scott and Sophia and that is where I rest my ship I skip ship Scott and someone age appropriate and I'll take who I can get no I I agree but like for me it's it's Sophia you know, because he doesn't want he, he doesn't want to be with someone age appropriate, so he has to still be interested. Right. And like now, Sophia is like older, and they had years under their belt. And I just felt like she was such a great addition to the family. I thought she was a great addition to the family too. Like her friendship with Kylie was great, but unfortunately, that didn't work and out. And now it's like all the sisters like shipping Scott and Courtney, and it's like, what where about were Sophia? You, and where were you like ten years ago? No, it's like Kendall. Aren't you friends with Sophia? This is going to break her heart. Is she friends with Sophia? Kylie is. They're Actually, no, they the all same are. Yeah. Age, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a totally, like, fine, boring episode. Next week is when they talk about, like, Courtney's new friend, Addison Rae, who sleeps in her bed. I'm so excited. I forgot about that. I'm so excited. Like, Addison, I'm keeping up. Like, can't even. I'm so excited. Me too. It's going to be good, you guys. Make sure to tune in next Thursday, 9, 8 central. Um, anything else before we... It's actually we... on at 8. Oh, even better. Which is so nice. And then I could watch Elizabeth. It was a waste of time, but I could watch a movie. Is there anything else you want to say to the people before we let them go and they see us on Monday and we can eat our donuts? Um, No, I just want to say, actually, I do want to say a few words. Um, This week episodes were so good. Oh my God, yes, confidence. I was literally like laughing. Like I just feel like it was such a great week of episodes. And um, It's because we were like back in the studio. We just had so much to give. And so like we're rounding out just a great week of toast. Mm -hmm. So if you like are trying to make someone in your life a toaster, like this is definitely a great week to send them. Also like with the Jen Shaw of it all, like there's just so much to discuss. Breaking news, yeah. Breaking news. I just want to give a shout out to... Bruce because he, he was made so good mommy looks so good and I'm just so proud of him he's really being like t- so I, spoke too no. I spoke too soon no he- okay Bruce we get it you're, right, you're big and strong we get it we get it Bruno Come here. Come here, Bridgetu. You want your toast? Well, I want to say a happy Zisen Pesach and a Chag Sameach to all of our Jewish toasters and a good Friday and a happy Easter to all of our celebrating toasters and to those with no holidays to celebrate this weekend. Go out and get drunk with your friends. Um, have an amazing day, amazing weekend. Don't forget to get down on Friday. Don't forget. Don't forget to acknowledge the space that you're in. Yes. We have a whole weekend ahead of us. Acknowledge that and listen to your body. It's Cultivate your vibe. So important. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful stunning and smart we are if you want your beautiful stunning and smart merch head over to shopmorningtoast.com um oh i just want to give like a little programming update yeah. speaking of merch beautiful stunning and smart redheads i always think like when we say things after the thank you so much for listening like no one listens because no. people turn off the show like, i agree but now like the more we talk they'll be like oh there's more, time. more. yeah so let's just like give it a second like let's, or let's be as wordy as we can okay so <laughs> i totally agree because i'm you. like there's literally no point in saying something after the wrap-up because people don't listen to the wrap-up they just turn it off no but i think like if you're listening in your car you just like let it play out until it goes to like whatever you're gonna listen Maybe. to next i'm actually curious to the podcasters of the world like do you turn it off like <laughs> if we say something after the wrap-up like is it totally useless is it totally lost but this is what i'm gonna say and um brew 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 okay so um redheads drama <gasps> oh book- yes keep us keep us abreast <laughs> The book that Snitch chose, like, literally doesn't exist anywhere. You can't get it on the Kindle. You can't get it on Amazon. It's only available on, like, Google Books, Apple Books. So we chose a new book. We are reading Twice in a Blue Moon by Christina Lauren. And I had to, like, add it to the end of the episode of The Redhead. So it's, like, the episode ended. No one's listening to the add-on. So if you are a redhead and you're listening, and it's a Snitch's choice, which, by the way, I did these polls on my Instagram last night. Like, what has been your favorite? I voted, but I hadn't read a lot of the books. What did you vote for? Like the ones that I had actually read, nothing to see here, mm-hmm. which I loved. Yeah, um, and there was maybe like one Colleen Hoover, Layla. But you oh, I didn't that. read that. No, yeah. So I really couldn't participate. Oh, okay. So it was just really interesting to see what people's favorites are, and I think by far and away the number one is Before We Were Strangers, which was a Snitch's Choice. Renee Carlino. No. Yes. Yes. Um, so everybody loves a Snitch's Choice, truly, and that there's really nothing like a YA book that makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. And so, like, I know it's always a good time to become a redhead, and I don't want to like prioritize one time over another. But a Snitch's Choice is it's really an accessible. It's an accessible entree into the redhead. So twice in a blue moon by Christina Lauren. Pick it up, read it, join us. That sounds join like us. a cute book. Maybe I'll read it too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is the end of the show now. Bye. Bye.